Greetings and salutations and welcome back to another episode of the Operation Golf Podcast with yours truly, a card and my partner in crime. Hey guys, what's up? It's Kayla. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so this week, Kayla, Twitter, mm-hmm. Twitter has become X videos. Well, not X videos, but you know, they have X videos, but that's what X- their videos are called now. <laughs> X.com. Um, and you know, with the platform wars, which is one of the main topics of today's particular podcast, you know, um, social media, of course, has been evolving like it ever so rapidly it evolves every single day, but, uh, Elon Musk and his, uh, hard on for, uh, everything needing to be X has become apparent. Do you know the backstory behind how, uh, this came about? Any chance? I don't because I'm just kind of along for the ride at this point. Yeah. So um I'm just on Twitter to be on Twitter. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. So um quick backstory for those of you that may not know. Um X.com basically was what Elon Musk wanted to call PayPal when he was working with PayPal. And PayPal, you know, when he brought up the when he brought up the idea to PayPal, they was like no, and he was subsequently uh, gone after that. <laughs> you know, basically voted off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and this happened about mm, 24 years ago, 23, 24 years ago. Um, X.com, you know, basically was recently acquired by him a few years back, before he even acquired Twitter, and now here we have it X. Now Elon Musk owns several properties. Um, that have X in it, SpaceX, Tesla, X, um, and so on and so forth. But now we just have X, just X.com. But um, isn't one of his kids named X? Yes, yes. Or has like X in their name? Yeah, it's like X A E something 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 going on in there and whatnot. Mm. Yeah. So his fascination with X is uh is crazy. Even so much so that he even booted another twitter user who had claimed the domain name or the the twitter username x and they didn't get paid or anything he just literally yanked his username yeah yes he yanked his username and made his username x123456789987654 yeah that's the that's the i I, it's so it's easy to remember but that's what he literally named that twitter user and the guy was like, bro, he just didn't, they didn't even like discuss it with him. Because usually when you have a, someone has a username, you know, um, you, you have to pay for that or work right. out a deal. Uh, but apparently Twitter's uh, terms of service is updated so that if it's already trademarked, you just, you know, basically take that person's username. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, that I didn't know. Um, but I mean, I, I could yeah. see that being a positive for actors musicians entertainers mm-hmm. in general and then people who are actively making companies yes because you know once you throw an idea out on twitter it's like a matter of time before a bot or someone else yeah like takes it we we've run into that we've run into that problem where names that we've wanted to use were mm-hmm. already taken yes by some other user on twitter and we've had to like add a three four five onto it kind of thing yeah like all those extra things that we had to add on in order to, you know, keep that username. Um, but that was just a basic little history of how we got to this point in X. Um, you know, we don't I don't really know if they're gonna keep the word Zeet 
or however, however you pronounce it, XEET for tweeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we're really going to have X videos because, I mean, there's already a prominent site, you know, <laughs> well. Um... It's just, it's, it's <laughs> coming from like a branding perspective. It's a little mm-hmm. too messy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just, there's, it's a letter. So there's already that whole complication of. People are already using that letter before mm. you've used it, i.e. what's happening now. Yeah. But <laughs> other things, too, it's just from a branding perspective, it's so sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Something Twitter already was brandable. Uh, everyone recognizes Twitter. It had the bird behind it. A lot of people don't know this, but like when you on your user on the user app itself, uh, when you go click the home button, it's actually a birdhouse. Some people did not even know this that until like, you know, this week before it was about to be, you know, X <laughs> for all types of purposes. Um, but I mean, you know, this is what Twitter is going to become. The They want to become the everything app, you know? So not only do they want to have you, you know, tweeting, you know, now that we can have even longer tweets out there, um, you know, they want people using threads, all puns intended because <laughs> mm. we're going to be talking about them pretty soon. Um, but you know, they want people to get paid for Twitter as well. Um, but you got to have that blue check mark. Now I have the blue check mark because consecrating and reach is already a, a hassle to begin with. Um, but you don't have the blue check mark, right? I don't, yeah. I'm not paying for that shit. Yes. I sh- yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I pay for enough subscriptions and streaming service i'm not about to pay for something that was originally free yes to begin with and like yeah and and what is it gonna do for me at this like what i do on twitter is mostly Mm -hmm. just retweet art that i like yeah retweet some news retweet some other people's perspective on things i don't really tweet that much myself every Mm -hmm. once in a while i do but it's not what reach am I trying to get? It's not really yeah. worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And as a content creator, you know, full time, you know, it's like now Twitter is forcing us to, for those, you know, say, all right, if you want to have even more reach, right? If you want to not be spammed with ads, then you got to get Twitter blue. Um, they today, uh, just before we began this podcast, implemented, you know, monetization for everyone that has the Twitter blue subscription. With a little caveat, you know, uh, you have to have 15 million impressions in the last three months, right? So not not even views, but impressions, um, which, which is considering yeah. how the app has been crashing or not working as it once had, getting that is a bit of an insane request. Yeah. Yeah, right now, I think uh, for, for like the majority of people who've already had, you know, those large followings and whatnot, or some people who have had viral tweets and whatnot, you know, that's going to work out for them. For someone who, you know, like say us, Operation Golf, stage one, who was working to, you know, get to that point, you know, of interactions and whatnot, going to quite require a lot more. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I recently talked with um one other uh, YouTuber who who had like interactions, like basically they're in the anime community and they tweet a lot about anime and a lot of their mm-hmm. opinions will, you know, either, you know, pop off and get a lot of interactions or they'll just, you know, ain't nothing will happen to the tweet and whatnot. Right. 
um but they actually did manage to have the the 15 million impressions um uh, over the course of you know the the, the last uh, three months there's this thing called like a twitter um analytical thing um that mm. i saw rolling around uh, earlier this week and i decided to click on it just to see what my impressions were at and over the last three months they were like around a hundred thousand and that's because i'm not really that active you know or mm. sharing content on twitter as i would be which i'm now doing a lot more say on instagram and youtube and even TikTok. Mm. um but for those people who have you know those 15 million impressions and those who are even having even larger than that you know you're we're seeing sums of like you know twenty thousand dollars people being paid out now put that in perspective or should i say put that in further context elon promised that in february so these people are getting paid from what they had was owed from February until the beginning of this month in July. So, okay. and that $20,000 comes from one of the larger YouTubers and Mr. Beast. Uh, and then other, you know, and he doesn't tweet that much, but some mm -hmm. of these other people, especially those uh, who are like in the political fields, whether they're on the left or the right, you know, they're seeing insane amount of money tweets because they cause you know all its purposes reactions yeah. yeah shit storms yeah yeah <laughs> um now what this doesn't prevent from happening is people using other people's content yeah so it's that whole thing of how we take a tiktok and then post it on twitter and then that gets that goes viral it mm -hmm. blows up so what's happening is the TikTok creator isn't seeing the gains from that, but the person who Posted maybe it. has a hundred followers on Twitter is mm -hmm. now getting the money off of it so five, out of work five, that they five, didn't do. So they have to have five hundred minimum, you know. And if so, if they yeah, if they're not, yeah, and minimum yeah. or not, that the bottom line is they're yeah. not creating the content; they're making money off of someone else's content. Yes. So that right now is unregulated they're like that's gonna be insane when you think about it because what also happens if you have if you're in the twitter monetization platform from my understanding you get paid for per tweet right so if you mm. retweet like or should i say quote tweet a person's um you know viral posts and your tweet also goes viral you know and let's say because it always happens where someone has a viral tweet, it has like say 7,000 likes and a lot of retweets, then you make a quote tweet and yours gets even more, you know, uh, traction mm -hmm. to it and whatnot. Uh, what what ends up happening? Like what happens if you get say 15 million impressions on your tweet and that will also bring more traction to the other person's tweet. So in the result, end result, you're both getting paid. But then we yeah. run into the situation that a lot of artists were are still um trying to bring attention to yeah people who repost their art without credit that that is the massive issue that's going to be happening with with this yeah so again people creating artists entertainers content creators mm -hmm. making this stuff for some schmuck yeah to get money off of it yeah you know what's uh going to definitely happen because uh mm. we're going to use this to kind of segue ai right mm. the amount of faceless accounts and channels avatars people that 
like just think of a, an AI company, right? Or just someone, some person just using AI generated art uh, or taking another artist's art and then making an AI, you know, art of it and whatnot. Just think of a person doing that, tweeting the max amount of tweets they can do, say an hour or a day, and them mm -hmm. just farming interactions, farming likes, shares, yeah. and tweets. And this is all AI generated, and all they do is just share art, just like the people who share nothing but memes, or mm -hmm. people who share nothing but the most disturbing content on your for you Twitter page possible. Because I don't know why that is a thing right now. Mm -hmm. um, all those people are just making money now, um, and I we'll see how they regulate this, because it is it seems like Twitter is absolutely going to be the wild wild west. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. But uh I, I mentioned it earlier about threads. Kayla, are you using threads? I am not using threads. <laughs> I will not be using threads. Um you will not see me on that shit. It is not happening. And I just want to I'm pretty sure one of our last episodes I might have mm. mentioned this, but everyone really needs to be careful with threads and mm. what they post because Facebook, Meta, Instagram are still selling your information to our government services, yes. such as the FBI, the police. Um, and there are stories happening right now that are very explicitly explicitly that. Mm -hmm. um, and also, once you join threads, if you want to leave, you cannot leave because then you would also be deleting your Instagram. And I like my Instagram, yeah. so... Yeah. Not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's bad enough that all these other companies are already farming my information. I don't need to slip up on one thing of trying to help my friend get an abortion or something like that. And mm -hmm. for, I mean, not that it's gonna happen in this state of New York or New Jersey, but it is happening in other states. Yeah. Um, and then us both get jail time yeah. for trying to uh, seek healthcare. So yeah. yeah, I will. I'm not joining Threads. Yeah. yeah, smart choice, smart choice, because um, I, I joined Threads, and to me, it's like, at this point in time, I'm already on Twitter, right? Mm. I'm already paying for Twitter, you know, because I'm trying to, you know, make it another platform to monetize on. I currently see no point in Threads at the moment um especially because i have you know i reforded my own instagram you know to be more to to cater towards like just specifically anime um but the community on on threads is still not as active as say twitter you know? right um and until i mean maybe in the future threads might even you know challenge twitter in, in terms of monetization um, but when we look at what Instagram recently just did, you know, earlier this year, they took away monetization for reels, you know, which was a big thing. They, mm. yeah, they took away the bonuses. Um, you know, I don't know if you, um, were a part of, uh, did you post a lot of reels on your Instagram or just mainly pictures? No, it's mostly pictures. Every once in a while I'll do a reels or i'll make a tiktok and just post it in my reels just mm -hmm. the videos i'm taking of myself but i'm not yeah. actively making them yeah so um over the the last week or so i've been like really you know grinding i guess you could say instagram in terms of like learning more about it actually you know taking it more serious or whatnot 
um, you know, earlier this year, I did like a real, and I, well, I did a TikTok, a TikTok that blew up, and I was just like, why? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, on I've reposted on Instagram, and then I was going to accept into the Reels program. The Reels program basically um, said that, hey, you can earn $1,500 a month just by posting Reels. Well, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. I'll post some Reels. That's $100 really easily, right? And mm-hmm. then the dreaded getting after $100, which is like, it felt like nearly impossible because mm-hmm. what how predatory it was, Instagram was like, all right, if you just post, if you just keep posting reels, we'll just pay you $1,500. Where in actuality, they'll make it so that you can get the first $100 pretty easily by posting reels. And then after that, you have to hit like insane millions of views in order to get to the other $1,500 that you actually want. And that's just the Instagram bonus, right? Um, which Especially the, when yeah. they're hiding content and the algorithm isn't like, you could post something and just because yeah. I follow you and it's still a fucking issue, just because I follow you doesn't mean I'm seeing what you're posting. Yes, yes. And I don't check my Reels page. I really don't. If I'm searching something, I click right to the search bar so I'm not even checking the suggested search videos mm-hmm. and photos anymore most of the time anyway. So yeah. it's like... Of course, they're going to make that first $100 a good gotcha, get you easy. Yeah. And then they're going to bury your content unless, you know, you're... Constantly pumping out nothing yeah. but nonstop reels. But they stopped the whole reels bonus program. Um, because for them, they were trying to compete with TikTok. They're trying to compete with the now, you know, YouTube shorts. But Instagram just said, you know, it's not working. It's not, you know, it's not profitable, um, you know, doing the reels uh, program. So what... The rumor mill is that they're trying to adopt something similar to YouTube where they'll start paying creators like ad revenue, like shared ad revenue, um, which, of course, like is we don't have t- enough yeah. ads on this shit. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ. Yep. So they're basically take they're looking at because Twitter just did this right. Twitter is now, you know, littered with ads. And now YouTube, of course, is YouTube has been the standard in this, right? Uh, Twitch mm-hmm. is copied YouTube. Twitter's copy YouTube and now Instagram is the rumor is to be the next one that's going to be copying, um, you know, YouTube. And so every ad that appears in your feed as you scroll and interact with, you know, that creator um, may get a uh, cut of it, especially with reels. If I wanted to watch ads, I would just watch regular basic cable television. Mm hmm. Um, everything is an ad today Kayla (laughs) like half the stuff that's even on here isn't even for me I don't care for it I'm not clicking on it Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not viewing their pages so it really I'm so confused what okay so like my thing is we're in a recession Mm -hmm. Um, the dollar isn't what it used to be Mm -hmm. minimum wage is still low the mm-hmm. cost of living, i.e. recession or whatever, is too high. No one can afford these things, but you're shoving it down our throats. But also, in doing so, you're causing less interaction with the platform itself. Because I could be on Instagram maybe for the first three minutes of the day yeah, and then only go back to check it when I'm bored with Twitter and that's for all of 30 seconds because an ad pops up and I'm done. What is the point 
in a business model that just tank constantly tanks your viewership. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out not being a CEO, but looking at it from a consumer perspective. Yeah. Where it just seems like it's all a money loss, or as my mother would say, it's all a mon money laundering front. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all looking like right now. Yeah, because yeah. there's no way we're all clicking on these ads to buy all this shit. So what's the truth, Ruth? What are we doing here? Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Like um with the way that uh, I've learned how Instagram works, one, the more active you are on Instagram, like say as a creator, the more your content is supposed to be showed, right? So and you have to talk supposed to be. Yeah, supposed to be. So you're hmm. supposed to be creating content like every single day some people are doing like two to three times a day you got it like depending on the niche that you're doing something mm -hmm. um so uh this is this is what i'm about to say is it's actually really weird um and it's weird because i've noticed that this is actually the way it's working um so instagram when you're uh, someone on instagram right um the people you follow right um they have a direct impact on what gets shown in your feed obviously right the yeah. more you interact with something or of a particular niche the more you're gonna that's gonna be shown at the top of your feed um the more you message somebody on instagram like somebody's post the more they're going to just recommend those pages to you at the top of your feed so if you have a lot of followers or if you follow a lot of people uh, the people you interact with the least amount on your followers list are the people who you're rarely going to see on your feed um which is really weird when you think about that and and they, they do have a way for you to look at just only your followers stuff and not you know the random stuff that gets posted on instagram but they've they've hidden it uh within you know like two steps two buttons that for you to, to get to so it's like in order for you to get to this to get away from the for you page on instagram you gotta click like a few extra things in order to get to that. Then they have another thing in the options, uh, in your settings where it has like for like, uh, your interests. And mm -hmm. you know, when you post stuff, they have this, uh, this other setting where you can like select the topics and whatnot for your Instagram reels or whatnot. And those things that you post, um, on your own, your own personal page, you'll start to see more of those on your for you page itself. But the whole fact is, yeah, it's no longer linear. You're rarely going to see posts from from two weeks ago. You're going to see posts most likely in the last 72 hours. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've never seen a post from someone from like two weeks ago. It just it just doesn't happen. Um, Remember yeah. when your only problem was getting up in time to make sure that you saw your friend's post that they posted three hours ago yeah. because at some point you couldn't refresh past a certain time. Yeah. Remember when a hashtag would just open up the world for you mm -hmm. and you get, you got to view other people's stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, actually communicate with the world beyond an ad. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. Those days are uh, corporate. <laughs> everything is every, everything just like, take so much more energy you know to be a consumer and to be a creator you know uh, and considering that we're all constantly on the brink of 
homelessness and food insecurity and all these other things joblessness it's like i don't have the energy yeah to take an hour out of my day to curate my instagram when it used to just curate itself yeah you know what i mean yeah so and i know it's not just me who feels that way so it's oh, like absolutely not who are who it's who is social media for anymore really yeah yeah like you know as a consumer you're like you just like the things you like and you're not showing me the things that i literally followed you know you're showing me things that you might think i like that's the mm -hmm. issue where it comes to um instagram's algorithm you know they they based on the people you follow and the things you interact with they are you know their timeline is there to show you stuff that uh that they think you might like not even stuff that you really follow but they're trying to layer your feed with stuff that they think you might like uh and if you do like any of those posts that they think you might like they're going to then feed you more of those posts that you think you might like versus your own friends posts so that is the dangerous game that it's all about right now like for like <laughs> for big example, example i uh recently reset it like uh my own instagram in terms of like the content i've had on it and whatnot um and i didn't know this was a thing that you can change like the cover photo on your instagram reels until like literally yesterday and hmm. so like because my thing was all right i was always like archiving my posts and whatnot hmm. and then taking them off the, the profile grid and what i saw was someone told me that okay well if you follow more accounts that you want to target in your niche what ends up happening um those accounts you'll, you'll be shown more to those people your target audience right but i'm not trying yeah. to follow people i don't know oh my god yeah. yeah that yeah that's that's the that's another thing right you're trying like to be a creator or even so to be a creator an influencer a business or a brand like you gotta not only do you have to follow other people within the niche that you're trying to target right you have to make sure that hashtags aren't worth as much as they once were on Instagram. It's all about keywords now. So I'm in the anime niche. I got to put nothing but anime keywords, like anime recommendations, anime fans, anime edits, all these other extra things, right? That target anime fans in general. I've changed my name on Instagram to, you know, the, the new stage name or card with anime recommendations, you know, in the title itself. Because whenever someone searches for anime recommendations on Instagram, my name will now be there as a part of the very few amount of people that are searched for, like, well, if anyone types in anime, it'll pop up on the search bar for Instagram. If anyone types in anime recommendations, my name will now pop up on the search bar. And so when people look for anime recommendations, now my name starts to pop up in the feed. And I'm just, and when you think about it, you know, years ago when we just started Instagram, you know, especially mm -hmm. for when we had Soul Wave, you know, none of that mattered. <laughs> it was just, we just, had, all we had to do was just post and use hashtags. Now it's all about how well you optimize your, your bio, how well you optimize your, 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 your actual posts themselves, how much you're actually posting. Like they wanted more reels or whatnot. And this is all like just to, and mind you, make zero dollars because you're not yeah. getting, this is right now because there's no reels program or anything this is all just so that you can have visibility 
to then start, say, selling merchandise or selling a service. So again, we're working mm -hmm. for capitalism to make sure we're not getting capitalism kind of thing. <laughs> like, you, yeah. I know that didn't sound right, but it's like we're working for the man still hardworking, yeah. well, putting free. in hours. <laughs> exactly. All for free. Yeah. So doing all this stuff, taking our time out of our day. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say even if you're someone who has like a nine to five or yeah. a day job like me, I don't have the time to curate in that yeah. way it's just not happening yeah yeah because if if like for instance if you were talking to comic books right you would literally mm. have to change you know your instagram to a way that every post is about comic books you know your title your bios all has comic book in the title as you know comic book in the bio everything you post you know um like and that's that's like when i like, i looked at like a couple of the competitors you know or i guess you could say people who are it like i are in my niche that are treated as competitors you know because literally we're all looking to get the same amount of followers or whatnot like, i looked at all of these other people some people have optimized the way that you're supposed to be optimizing for instagram and the other people did it and the people that did it you know are the people who don't see the reach and the i followed the uh i think he's the the main person that does all the instagram stuff because he was been working on a threads team um i followed him and he posted this video about the instagram algorithm which is like his first video after like two years and all the comments is bros like bro like nobody wants the subscription button on instagram nobody wants the broadcast channels uh, on instagram no way people just want their reach that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. I just yeah. want to be able to reach my friends. If I yeah. have a following, I want to be able that my followers can see what yeah. I'm posting because it's for them. Yeah, like this is what people. Yeah, if people's like, bro, just give me my reach back, and then there's like, and and he's like, well, we have Meta verified. I don't know if you've seen that going around. Um, so <laughs> another another thing I have to pay for, yes. so that I have to work harder in order mm -hmm. to make nothing. Mm -hmm. So I tested the meta verified thing about maybe a month or two, right? Um, and basically you get the little verification check. Um, but the restrictions on this are real. So in the mm -hmm. beginning, when they first launched it, they said that you would have more reach, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, that sounds just like Twitter blue, right? right? More reach. Basically, Meta copied Twitter is like, all right, you'll get more reach, right? Um, the reason why there was so much, well, one, of course, it's going to have backlash, right? But this was going to have even more backlash is because Instagram's reach was already abysmal. You know, if you're, right. you know, if you're just trying to post regular every single day, they eventually took away the power of reach away, right? So once they took that away, in quotation marks, because I still believe it's still there for people who mm -hmm. have it, I no longer have it because the what you the requirements is one you got to use your government name full name right, um, mm -hmm. two you cannot change your government name so you cannot add any branding to your name, uh, it can only be whatever is on your ID. You can only yeah. They're selling your fucking information, man. That's yeah, why they're yeah. doing it. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. There you go. So, so not so not only they want the information that's on your ID, right? You cannot mm -hmm. change the picture unless they themselves approve it. 
So mm-hmm. you gotta use an approved picture of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So so that the yeah. cops know what to look for when they're <laughs> out looking for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You gotta have your entity, your address, all this information, right? And the more you look at it, you know, because in order to do any business on on Facebook, even when I had to do Soul Wave, you know, this information you have to do it. Uh, I was just like, all right. So in order to get this extra reach. And I, I have to one use my own stage name or I use my own real name, which isn't the mm. stage name, you know, that I'm currently trying to brand around. I'm like, well, that's that's a negative. Like, and then it's like if I'm and if I'm not getting reach anymore, you know, from the blue check mark, then there's no point in having this, you know, this badge anyway. Now it's funny because when I did have the badge, right, the one thing that it was doing was you will be at the top of the comments in somebody's comment section, right? Now, that's cool and all. Like, what does that do for people who don't check their comments? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. There you go. Like, you know, like it's like if there's some if there's some other celebrity and you comment on that person's thing, okay, cool. You'll be up there with the other blue check marks. But in a more, but other than that, like, <laughs> what is the point, right? And right. So I'm just like, all right, I took it away. Because uh, the number one thing is that username for for Instagram, I need it to be if if I'm you know as a content creator, I, I need it to have the keywords, uh, and so that's why I'm like yo uh, this. Then it was fifteen dollars a month. That's another thing. So <laughs> again, so you're paying to work harder to mm-hmm. not make anything, only for them to be able to steal your data and information to sell it so mm-hmm. they're continuing to make money off of you mm-hmm. to sell it to government entity entities companies mm-hmm. and brands mm-hmm. and shit like that mm-hmm. so more like as, as we guys like you know th- mind you guys this is just twitter and instagram we just hit right you know this is the in the amount of reach the amount of things you got to actually do to be you know profitable on these two platforms is a lot right um now, of these two platforms, I'm assuming you use Twitter more than Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about TikTok? How often are you using TikTok? I mean, uh, once a day, maybe okay. just like before bed or something. But I don't really post. I have a couple videos up, but mm-hmm. I'm not super active. Like, like I said, every once in a while, I'll any video that I take of my face. I'll yeah. just do a quick edit, post it on uh, TikTok mm-hmm. in order, because their video editing, I find, is a lot easier to manage than Instagram's. Yeah. So, like, I'll use that in order to create a reel for yeah. Instagram or vice versa or to put something on on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you been keeping up with the latest viral trend on TikTok with the NPC wave that's been going on? Uh, yeah, the active sex work that's getting broadcast everywhere to the children. Yes, yes, <laughs> I have been. Yes, yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, this current phenomenon? Um, learning more about it and learning that it is part of the sex work community. Um, when you participate in sex work, you have to be conscious of your audience, especially on social media platforms. And TikTok is really a place for where 
children do congregate Mm -hmm. and do search things um so in that sense i'm not a big fan of it Mm -hmm. now i think it's a cute thing you know what i mean it's fine um i'm all for people getting that bag any way they can yeah um i'm never gonna disparage someone from doing that but just how big it got and how fat fast it's spreading and the audience that it's reaching is not really again not really my favorite thing to witness as is with a lot of viral trends that happen yeah um but then it's also like well parents should be monitoring their kids consumption of social media at the same time but things fall through the cracks but yeah it's i mean if i didn't have a conscience in the way that i'm saying all this stuff now it's something i would do because it doesn't look like it takes much to do it It takes like 15 minutes out of your day to do that and then get a bag but yeah it is very it is very on the fence of content creating yeah yeah um the uh ice cream so good gang gang uh homegirl that's doing it um I don't know if you've uh, read the, some of the other controversy about her. Like, of course, she's now like the face of of it. She's not the first, but she's the, she became the face of it, right? Yeah. Because you know, she was earning like what is it like four thousand dollars an hour? You know, mm-hmm. doing this, right? Um, of course, other content creators jumped on it. Uh, this uh, the one of the most subscribed Twitch streamers, Kai uh, Sanat, got seven thousand dollars in an hour. Um, but the girl who originally started this whole entire thing, you know, she <laughs> was putting that she was one sixteen, and then she was 19. Um, and then her actual age is probably 27, you know? So like, we already know she has a child, you know, like there's a lot that was going on with that. No one really knows her real age, but you got other people who have been calling her out for saying that it like lying on, you know, her social media that she's much younger than what she says she is, just to pedal bait, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what it comes yeah. down to. Because she's yeah. like, hey, you know, it's easy money. Mm. Yeah. And this is where, you know, because I didn't, you know, when I first saw it. I was just like, what is going on here? Like, I mean, it, it was funny in the beginning. And then when I saw the thread on Twitter, mind you, on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, that had millions of impressions, mind you, they're getting paid for that. Um, yep. And they talked about, you know, it being a part of you know, essentially sex work, um, which, you know, like I said as well, and like you mentioned, you know, support sex work. But at the point where it, you know, clashes with children, you know, uh, especially and being, undesirables yeah. such as pedophiles yeah. yes like you know oof massive oofs. yeah 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 it's it's this whole again people making money off of her content on twitter which is mm-hmm. a bad thing because she's taking the time to create actually create this content yeah it going viral and reaching an audience that it shouldn't necessarily have reached mm-hmm. um yeah there's a lot of black and white here i'm i'm a big believer in a gray area i'm a big gray area kind of girl but not necessarily so much with this kind of thing yeah um yeah then there is the pedo baiting which 
you know, as a society, we need to take a tougher look at because it's like, well, women who do this also know their target audience. And then also we should be prosecuting the target audience for this. But we also shouldn't be feeding into it. It's it's a, a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And is. and this Oof. and this isn't an episode of this podcast to actually discuss that. So mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a lot. There's a lot that goes yeah. into that. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's it's a can of worms, jar of worms, whatever the actual term means or is. Um, that you know we can talk about another podcast. But yeah, it's just the whole fact that uh, this is what it's come to on TikTok. Mind you, the fad lasted about two, maybe three weeks. I have seen nothing about it this week, actually. Uh, I just thought it was cool to to bring back up because Twitter has regulated this content, not in saying that we're not allowing it, but saying how much money Mm. you could actually make from it. So Mm. now you can only make $365,000 a year um, with TikTok. Now and a thought and you can only export a thousand dollars a day. So So I now mean, they're restricting Yeah. Okay, so like people those who are in sex work who post mini videos or mm-hmm. who do OnlyFans or are trying to get links, you know, mm-hmm. for what they're for their job, for what they're doing, mm-hmm. it's now putting a cap on how much they make and the reach that yes. they're yeah. they're they're trying to get. Yeah, this is this is the consequence of pe- multiple people jumping on that trend. TikTok, of course, was blowing up because you had other people also jumping on that trend. You had prominent content creators jumping on the trend because it's like, if people are going to be doing this, like they're just paying me to say these words, to act funny, you know, and you know that's how people are, are thinking of it as right, like NPC mm. content. Then they're like, yo, if I could get a quick bag, then yo, I'm jumping on it. And I can't blame the people who do it, right? But now yeah. TikTok is just like, all right, cool. Since everyone's doing this right now, not only a thousand dollars per day you can export. Like, so the girl who was making like out doing this for like hours, like three hours a day or whatnot, I think she was doing it for, and she was getting like fifteen hundred dollars, fifteen thousand, excuse me, fifteen thousand dollars a day doing this or something like that. Yeah, now now she can only uh, export a thousand dollars per day. I mean, like at the point, all right, sure. I made $15,000 over the course of, you know, three hours. And now I can only take $1,000 out per day. Uh, Woe is me type of deal, right? Right. (laughs) But also you, also it's that, but also again, support sex work. I cannot hate on someone trying to get the bag. So her finding this niche and only having to take three. I mean, okay. So let's say Mm part-time actually, because she has to let's say shower mm-hmm. makeup wig um uh outfit yeah setting up lighting if anything she's also buying she was used buying popcorn like all yeah, the, the stuff popcorn, that she, yeah, she's the, buying the... so she's putting money and time into all this before the three hours it takes to go live or to film yeah so let's say this is about a five to six hour day yeah um I mean, if you're only working for six hours and you're making that that bank, yeah. I like go go do that, get that shit. Like yeah. that way, you don't gotta work for you do that three times a week. You don't gotta work yeah. the rest of the week. That's, that's fucking fire as fuck. Yeah, that's literally like, when you think about it. It's like you've made forty five. Let's say you made forty five grand in a week. That's more than people make in a year. 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's... Can't be like, mad... Can't... Like, no yeah. matter how much I want to get out of the hood, I can yeah. never be upset about someone who's actually working mm -hmm. or finding a niche to work, finding an audience, and then tapping into that. And then, you know, with the way social media works, going viral only puts money... More money in their pocket, which... Yeah. I... I... Like... Not that I appreciate, not the word isn't appreciates, not what I'm looking for. I support that, mm -hmm. I'm all for that. So go ahead, yeah. get your bank. But it's like when you're inviting with, uh, <laughs> the, the unnecessary, right. the, the wrong crowds, pretty much. When you're right. attracting the wrong crowds, that's where they're just like, uh, you know what, this it, I support it, but you, you gotta know. And we can, in, yeah. we can in fact say who the wrong crowds are mm -hmm. because and who undesirables are because those are people who actually are a detriment to society and not queer people like me who mm. they want you to think is a detriment to society. But, you know, yeah, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they got to Yeah, you got to speak them facts. Yeah, speak yep. the absolute facts. Um, yeah, I just thought, you know, um, because we are on the topic of like platforms that are paying people. Uh, and, and I just, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, yeah, because like, we're since we're on the topic of platforms paying people, you know, like seeing how you know the discourse changed literally within a week's time, yeah, of it going viral, um, and seeing like one of the people who originally started doing it, you know, come back to talk about it, why she ended up stopped doing it, um, and then you know, and then we have the 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 new basically the girl who became the face of it, um. You know explode its popularity uh so where i mean it, it worked out for tiktok because i mean when we were talking about tiktok literally earlier this year i thought tiktok was actually a good band uh mm. it is banned in like one state but um you know tiktok is still um you know even if you're not doing that type of content tiktok is still one of the best uh platforms for content creators in terms of gaining a quick following yeah. um that's that that much is true However, the amount of times you got to post compared to, say, uh, Instagram or even YouTube, which we'll talk about in a little bit, that posts like four, three, three to I've, I've what I've heard and seen three to six times a day on TikTok. Right. And then you got to mm -hmm. post at the right times in terms of your specific time frame. Right. So it's a whole nother algorithm to deal with. And the biggest difference is you work reverse in terms of TikTok and say Instagram and YouTube, right? Whereas on TikTok, you start, you can you post as much as possible, right? Because if you think, if you think of, all right, Kayla, on average, how much mm. do you tweet? You say in a day, like my personal tweets or my retweets. Yeah. Pers just tweeting. How much time do you take time to make a tweet itself? Yeah not even five minutes a day because okay. not every day i'm saying something unless something happens in a sphere or a space mm -hmm. a space a space that yeah. i am a fan of or involved in like today i'm not really on twitter because i was mm -hmm. running around doing things and we're mm -hmm. recording the podcast yeah. but on wednesday um when the hellfire gala dropped for x-men comics mm -hmm. i did like mm -hmm. A thread or two got on the hashtag was interacting with a few other fans mm -hmm. so it's it it's, it depends on the day really 
Okay. Or what I'm doing, yeah. Because some days I'll you'll just won't hear a peep out of me, and I'll just retweet stuff. Yeah. Other days it's like, all right, well she's on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if you had to take a guess of how many tweets you put out, uh huh. Um, <laughs> it's it, fine. It's yeah, fine. You good? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you had to take a guess about how many tweets you put out in a you know day, would you say five? maybe in a in a day if i'm super active depending what i'm like if i'm doing my high times thread mm -hmm. um my yeah my high times movie of the week thread it mm -hmm. can be anywhere from 10 to 20 tweets um if i'm interacting with something that's going on in comic books mm -hmm. same thing anywhere from 10 to 30 possibly mm -hmm. um depending what my thought process is so let's say I, I don't think I ever max 50 tweets. I don't think I've ever maxed that. In a day. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's ever something that I've done. Okay. Out of like wor words out of my own mouth. Yeah. I don't think that's anything I've ever done. Okay. So imagine if you did 10 TikTok videos a day. Right. Um, as as the, if you match the volume of tweets you did with the amount of TikToks you post. Right. Essentially. Mm -hmm. What TikTok wants is people to post as many TikToks as possible. Um, if you make us, here's the, the craziest thing, right? And anyone could do this. It has already been proven. You make a brand new TikTok account and you post five videos, right? Mm -hmm. Those five videos are guaranteed to be pushed out into the algorithm because TikTok is looking to see who is this new TikTok account what type of audience it interacts with multiple brands have launched a brand new TikTok, and then some of those first five videos if they go viral they keep that account if they don't go viral then they make a brand new TikTok and then try again mm -hmm. right uh TikTok is the more you post the more of course content gets put out there uh for the for you page and whatnot and so the you know as a for instance uh about to launch a t-shirt apparel thing like within the next two or three months or whatnot, and I'll make a brand new TikTok and I'll be posting multiple videos to that TikTok itself and whatnot. Um, and then you, when you start say posting, like say six videos a day, then you lower the amount of posts once you get to your target number of followers. So where you can mm -hmm. be like say one post a day, um, you know, like, but if you're not like as a business, you have to keep posting on TikTok, right? But they want you to post as much as possible in the beginning, and then you can slow down your number of posts afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas in Instagram, you got to post just one or two. If you post like 12 times a day, they're going to limit your reach even more. Twitter, they don't care. Like you can tweet as right. much as you want um, because you never know what is actually going to hit with your with your followers and your, you know, your, basically, right? Um, and then there's YouTube where, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's the wild, wild west. I'm not saying that you can't post like, uh, well, definitely you can't post six times on YouTube. YouTube is, it really does depend on your niche It's the most complicated of any platform, but in terms of how to like, you know, with this algorithm and whatnot, but I will say that YouTube is probably the most profitable platform um next to instagram if you like if you have a really good instagram you know you can make a lot of money with your instagram TikTok, you need brand deals you know because they're not mm -hmm. really paying you unless 
you're you know doing you know a ice cream so good or, or ice yeah. Cream, yeah doing ice cream so good and ganging <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not really making much money without a sponsor or brand deal but you have right. uh you know you have um youtube and for instance this youtube channel this that this podcast is going to be on it's a you know rebranded youtube channel that's monetized already um you know we're talking about social media content we'll talk about making money online these are the biggest niches that pay the most amount of you know adsense um now adsense won't always be there for youtube um i should should mention that there's some regulations that may be coming soon because um if you remember a little a few years uh back the copa thing where basically uh all right so copa dealt with kids basically youtube got regulated by the mm -hmm. i think it was the fcc and mm -hmm. they had to like basically you have to uh denote whether your video is for children or not and if your okay. video is for children no advertisements that's it like you're 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 ggs for you right um so there's this ongoing thing this murmur about how there's gonna be even more stricter ad ads being done where um right now they're trying to basically streamline so uh, more companies want their ads to be streamlined so making it mm -hmm. much harder for people to make money on youtube in terms of just adsense itself um mm -hmm. but and this what this basically means is that if you're an auto company you could just only advertise to stuff that's like auto right you can't just advertise your 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 car company on a video say about k-pop right <laughs> right which makes it a lot harder to, to reach your audience now this is what some of the government officials are pushing for it's not this is not what youtube wants youtube mm -hmm. wants as many possible advertisers as possible um but with the with that said right the with the advertisers it makes the number of videos you can post that much more difficult um you have you posted any youtube shorts no okay mike yeah i mean I, I, I out just, of all the people you could have partnered for especially like in general in life <laughs> i don't i'm not a no. poster i'm not this, a follow you know this, this about yes, me i'm not yes. a poster i'm not a follower it's kind of just I go with my own flow and if someone attaches i can't spend more time doing yeah. things when i have little <laughs> to no time sometimes <laughs> but this no, this is why it works out because we're completely right. different spectrum so people are getting both the content creator and the person that's not creating content as well right, right. you know i mean we're creating content with this podcast but it's just right. giving people two different dynamics yeah um and so they're getting like two different perspectives you know um but yeah with uh with youtube shorts basically copy tiktok right the main thing that they didn't copy was the monetization platform so you could get paid for shorts um sure it might be like half a penny <laughs> um or in my most recent case seven cents per thousand okay. views right and i'm just like damn seven cents per thousand views so uh, one video recently got like three thousand like 700 views 18 cents came from that and whatnot so it's a little it was a little funky with the numbers and whatnot but there is a chance to make you know consistent revenue from say doing youtube shorts other people are making say like three four thousand dollars however they have to have millions my question is yeah. why would i want to watch a youtube short when i could just watch a whole youtube video there you go there you go so so <laughs> that now so here, that, yeah perfect segue the mm -hmm. youtube video 
still pays more. The long form use of video still pays more than the short form use of video. That's always going to be the case um, because shorts can gain massive amounts of millions of views. Five million views on a YouTube short will not be getting you $500. It'll probably get you maybe 50. I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to be $500. So, uh, yeah. One, no one's ever going to be Vine. So, like, why are we still trying? <laughs> Two, I could see that working in a way of if enough people view your shorts, they'll eventually follow your YouTube page to yes. watch your longer videos. Yes. So, it's a way to gain reach. Yes, that's but, what shorts is for. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's literally what YouTube shorts is for. Um, they want people, YouTube wants, YouTube has learned or they're learning that long form videos is the way again, right? So they're reinvesting into long form videos. Uh, I think they realized after they launched the short form, like the shorts program and whatnot, and how they have all these big ideas for shorts that trying to compete with TikTok isn't really the way, but they built YouTube shorts as a way to say, all right, guys, well, if TikTok isn't paying you, well, you just post on our platform and we'll get you money. I think they also realize with Instagram is the same way. You know, if they're not paying you, then we'll just give you money as well. Um, but long form videos at the end of the day is good, is what they want to, you know, push like podcasts this year. They invested mm -hmm. so much into podcasts, so they want more people to do podcasts, obviously. We are podcasts, doing more podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's what YouTube is pushing right now. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of content available to, for people to make, but there's also way too much content for people to consume. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I do have a semi-short attention span, but only when it comes to something not loading. If a video doesn't load fast enough, I'm clicking out a bit done. Yeah. Um, but I am very much for the long form. Like, it, I'm also not like, so let's say you post, mm -hmm. let's say you have a YouTube account, a Twitter account, a TikTok, an Instagram, mm -hmm. and I follow you on all four. If I see, let's say I hop on Twitter first, if I yeah. see that video on Twitter and I watch it there, I'm not going to watch it on your other three platforms. I'm yeah. going to just whoop. Bye, swoop. I already saw yeah. this. I don't need to interact with it. I've already, I've already given you my time. I don't need to give it to you again. Yeah. Um, it's just, I understand the push for more content creator, content creators and creation and things like that, because we're all so tired of the regular nine to fives and how yeah. we're being treated. So we're all trying to be our own bosses. Yeah. Which what we're trying to do here. I mean, if this is a viable thing where I no longer have to listen to a higher up this will be my main focus this will be my job as of right mm -hmm. now that's not what it is yeah. um but with all of us doing that it's like we're all shouting into the barrel yeah and it's all just noise like at the end of the day it's all just noise and i have no idea what anyone is saying or what's going on so I'm going to limit my focus to the certain things that I like and stay in that lane because I can't follow 15 different people who sort of do the same thing. Yeah. I just my I don't have the brain capacity for all of that. Yeah. Or the time. Or the time. Yeah. And you know that and you know when you say it like that, you know, you just think about as a as a creator, we're trying to 
when we tell people like because i so this is something we used to do a lot um back when we were doing the soul blade videos when we tell people all right guys follow me on you know youtube twitter yeah. TikTok, instagram and whatnot um the best way for content creators is to not tell people anything um if you're on youtube you tell people to subscribe if you're on TikTok or instagram you tell people to just follow on TikTok or instagram if you're already on those platforms yeah. um the one creator who has taken his content in a different route uh or i guess you could say a model route was mr beast he creates content exclusively for youtube content exclusively for TikTok, and then he uses his instagram basically to showcase his life or to highlight that a new video is going to be coming to either TikTok or instagram uh, mm -hmm. and then when he tweets he just said oh he doesn't tweet the video or should i say yeah he doesn't tweet the actual video he says mm -hmm. i just posted a new video and then people who follow him uh, on on youtube that follows him to twitter will say all right cool well the video's not here on twitter so now i have to go to youtube in order to find the video i think that's the best way to go about things instead yes. of just posting you know um like to every single platform when you're starting yeah, over yeah, oversaturating your market yeah so that's the one thing that i'm trying to adapt to, to doing as well because it's like you know when you're in the mud and you're trying to get out of the mud right you're trying to do everything possible but yeah. if there's but if you leverage your social media to be like hey i just posted a new exclusive post on instagram check it out here's my twitter post right then you go to you go to instagram you see okay cool this is different content that's not on twitter and the same content is on his TikTok, and the same content is not on his youtube well it makes it makes better sense to follow all four platforms if they're if this content creator i like is doing actual different things mm -hmm. but as you just said if you follow the one creator and they're doing the same thing on every single platform that you just see it one time and that's basically one out of four views that they that creator gets on their platforms yeah right so you think of if you do it the way mr b says that's four different views but if yep. you do it the way i just said where you repost everything that's one view yeah. um and i think a lot of creators uh including myself like i'm you know i've been guilty of it we've done it in the past as well you know if we think more like consumers then this is stuff that people would rather see you know people would yeah. rather have like if you're if you see somebody streaming um you know say on switch you're not gonna watch the entire stream per se but if they post clips of a stream then you might catch that on another platform so you can be like oh that's pretty cool that happened in that stream maybe i'll go watch the full stream later mm. you know kind of deal and whatnot but, when i have time yeah, yeah when you have time yeah, yeah. i'm a big like <laughs> you guys are more than welcome to follow me on any social media if you mm. guys are listening to this listening or watching this podcast no pressure mm. it is what it is um i'm just a little guy mm. uh who posts little guy things you know um yeah. but I think it is a smarter business model just going forward to it's the bait bait and switch kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You dangle the bait on, like you said, this Mr. Beast does. He's mm -hmm. he, on Twitter. I posted a video. There's the bait. And the yeah. switch is, oh, now his followers are going to jump to his YouTube channel mm -hmm. and watch it. There you go. Yeah. He's yeah. Ge he's getting he's getting viewership 
and engagement on Twitter because a lot of people are going to click on the tweet to make sure that he didn't post the video Mm -hmm. in the replies or an attached link because sometimes, you know, with how Twitter works now, sometimes you don't get to even see the whole tweet or the link unless you click on the whole tweet. Yeah. So he's getting engagement there. And then once that's done, they jump over to YouTube and he's Mm. getting the engagement there. So it's just like announcing your movie and then Mm. people going to the theater to go watch it. It makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me. And if you want to see the behind the scenes, come to my Instagram. Yep. So I think that would be the way um, I think a lot of creators, because it's funny because I haven't really seen much people talk about this. You know, in terms of all the YouTube growth channels for people trying to grow a social media platform or grow just any type of following. Um, but I think that'd be one way to talk about it. Like if you're a YouTuber, um, YouTube wants to keep people on YouTube. Instagram wants to keep people on Instagram, right? Right. And Twitter is the same way. They are all competing, all competing for our viewership. Twitter is the one, I guess you still say the wild, wild west because Mr. Beast uses it to advertise YouTube and mm. he no longer has links to his Instagram and his bio. I've noticed that uh, he took it completely out, but anything he talks about that he wants to advertise, he'll use Twitter to tell people, Hey, I just put this on Instagram. I just put this on TikTok um, because he knows that if people leave YouTube after watching his video, then that only hurts him in the long run. And that's yep. how it is with YouTube. YouTube is like, if you go to YouTube, and you don't watch the full video for someone that, that they posted, or you literally watch half of the video and then you click off and go to somebody else's, uh, you know, account, then, you know, that's negative against you. Um, yep. Instagram, you know, when you look and interact with somebody's post, if you don't watch somebody's reel the entire way through and you just swipe and go to the next person, that hurts their posts. But think about what you just said. If you post the same thing on all the same platforms, then when I see it in the feed, even if you are recommended it to me, then I'm just going to click away because I've already yep. seen it. Yep. Yeah. So you can't oversaturate your own market. It is it is very smart to do the bait and switch to mm-hmm. like, hey, I did this. So go over there and check it out. Or, hey, yeah. if you like that, now go over here to check it out. If they're a fan of yours and they like your content, they're going to they're going to do that for you yeah. um, because like. I've said through this whole thing mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of us are just putting in money to get no money back. Yeah. Um, and we are content gotcha creators <laughs> are, it is content creators are relying a lot on their fan base and their market to put in a little extra work as well. But mm-hmm. if you like someone's content enough, then you don't mind watching a whole 10 minute video. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. You know, and then, you know, it's just making sure to because uh, I mean, when you make these long YouTube videos, um, you're doing it basically to gain a core audience. When you make these YouTube shorts, you're in the wild, wild west. You don't know who's going to watch your video. How many of the right. millions of people that watch your video are going to actually subscribe to your channel afterwards? So th- those videos are basically reach. YouTube has figured it out that if you want reach, you know, you got to use both YouTube shorts and make long form videos. Um, the amount of YouTube shorts uh, a creator has to make in order to see consistent growth minimum is 200. So you're allowed to post three times a day, right? Um, with uh, with YouTube because YouTube will only send three notifications a day. 
uh, and that's the maximum. Um, there are creators who make reaction videos. Uh, your boy Roshi, they post three times a day um, and three long form videos a day. If they make a short, then it's, you know, probably two long form videos and a short. If they have to make a community post, it's probably one long form video, one short, one community post. Because YouTube limits the amount of videos that you can post a day. Uh, even if you are, say, a media company that posts like 24-7 news cycles, you know, even their posts get limited after a certain amount of time. Um, so it's really a... Uh, mastering so social media is, is a whole... It's a whole job. Job, It's yes. a whole job. It's a whole job. Yeah, it's a whole job. Um, but if someone were paying you, Kayla... To manage social media how was would you want a year <laughs> enough to survive like if, again if this is something that i can quit my current job and just live mm -hmm. off of i'd be more more yeah. than happy to manage someone's social media i mean we have a lot of social media managers like yeah. your faves are not like or your celebrity faves mm -hmm. i would i don't want to say your content creator faves mm -hmm. aren't necessarily they're not the ones posting they mm -hmm. hire someone to post for them Oh no! They have so, a social media manager. Yeah, yeah. They even your content creators face because. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry so there you, you go. Off. Yeah, because <laughs> there is a job opening right now on Upwork.com where the person is paying just to post their podcasts, right? Just to post their podcast two times a week on time. They are paying three thousand dollars a week. Yeah, I do yeah. that. I yeah. would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mind you, like, there's a lot of people who have these very large channels that all they just need is somebody just to post the content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, yeah. You, when you think about it, it's this is just a job, so you're hiring an assistant or, like I said, a social media manager. You just, yeah. you're doing so much and you still have your own life to live mm -hmm. or you're also working a nine to five that you don't have time, you only have time to create and edit and not post yeah. you know or you can uh time the post i know certain websites yeah. i think youtube you could like pick a time and date for when yeah. the post release um now on instagram yeah they just so it's like did that. it makes yeah. sense it makes sense to me that if you're working that hard and if you have the money uh coming in to just hire someone else to help you out because it can get stressful and if you could take one thing off your plate yeah then yeah. you're working smarter not yeah. harder yeah, because uh, I, I, and pretty much, I mean, this will be one of the the next topics we talk about is like automating all this process. Um, basically, the more you can hire people to lessen the burden, the better. Uh, I think you know we talked about this. I mean, even before the beginning of this podcast, um, you know, the the number one thing I looking for is say an editor, right? Then after an editor, maybe it's gonna be all right, someone to do all the posting on social media right then right. say after that maybe it's looking for someone to i don't want to write my scripts anymore maybe i just want to have somebody else write the scripts and then i and then i edit and overview the you know what it said um so i could do the voiceovers or like do right. the actual recording itself um you know you get to that point then there's like the thumbnail designer like because you think about like as a youtuber you got to make your thumbnails right for videos you got to do the SEO, search engine optimization research for every single topic. You got to write your script. You got to edit your video. You got to do and, and mind you, and then there's the audio equipment. So you got to have you, know, you got to make sure you have good audio, right? 
Um, it, it, that's just what's that five jobs right there, <laughs> all in yeah. one, right? Then you gotta promote yourself constantly. Maybe you gotta come up with your own merch design. So you gotta hire probably. So you gotta buy a website. That's a website designer, right? Um, then you gotta have order an artist for say your your clothing line. That's was it's nine jobs right there that I you know that we're on right now. <laughs> nine jobs, and even those nine jobs. Well, how many editors you gonna need? How many people you're gonna right. need to do multiple thumbnails a day? How many script writers you gonna need? How many like you know it just it keeps on multiplying you know when you think about it but um that's another topic for another day i guess we'll wrap things up for today's podcast um yeah as a whether you're a content creator or you're a consumer there's a lot of content out there right for for to, to be created and to be consumed um you know kayla touched on the possibly the most important thing today which is oversaturation you know that's the main topic. Like, how much are we as creators oversaturating, like, for the consumer? You know, like, if we're posting the same thing across all of the social media platforms, that's only gonna get one view, right? Um, and I think that, once again, is like the most important thing. If you guys take away from anything that was said today, is what Kayla said. Like, that is one of the most important things. And, and, like tacking onto that just with all the other social media platforms opening up Mm -hmm. or getting put out it's again i know we all think these twitter instagram whatever are failing threads and it's all failing in its own bigger way but if you already build your community of course they're going to follow you onto another platform like Mm -hmm. blue sky or whatever other else has been created in the last two months yeah um it's also now I have to check six different things just to make sure I'm keeping up with your content. So I'm spending a lot of my time looking at you. Yeah. And then also to be like, well, you're posting the same thing here, here, and here in order to gain reach. I get that. But again, if I'm looking at it on Blue Sky and then I mm-hmm. jump onto Twitter, I'm not going to look at it on Twitter and then I'm not going to look at it on TikTok or Instagram. It really yeah. is just trying to manage and be very it's like it's a lot and i know it is and these companies are forcing us to do so much again it's so much work without any pay and we're relying on our followers and our fans to keep up and there's only so many hours in the day so many days in the week we all only have so much time yeah so it's it's quite a balancing act that it's you either get it right away or it's going to take time to figure out yeah yeah so i guess uh with that said we'll wrap things up guys it's been a pleasure uh for another episode of the operation golf podcast aka operation get out the hood once again i'm your homeboy a card here with my homegirl kayla kayla <laughs> hey we'll be catching you guys next time for another edition have a good one everybody peace peace